Hello, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we continue our nine-part series on the fruit of the Spirit with a brief breath prayer and a conversation with Christy Morgan about the spirit of gentleness. I invite you now to practice a breath prayer on gentleness. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Close your eyes. Now begin taking deep cycles of breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. Do your best to maintain these deep cycles of breath throughout the exercise. Today we are going to practice a breath prayer focused on increasing gentleness and diminishing rigidity in our hearts. With each inhale, we're going to focus on embracing and increasing the gentleness within. And with each exhale, we're going to focus on extinguishing rigidity. We are going to repeat this breath prayer three times, taking a deep cleansing breath in between each repetition. So begin by taking a deep breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. Then repeat after me, either mindfully or out loud. Inhale, I embrace gentleness. Exhale, I reject rigidity. Take a deep breath. And again, inhale, I embrace gentleness. Exhale. I reject rigidity. Take a deep breath. And last time. Inhale. Gentleness abounds. Exhale. Rigidity dissipates. Take another deep cleansing breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. Now maintain these deep cycles of breath as you reflect on the overflow of gentleness and the dissipation of rigidity. Simply reflect on the feeling of gentleness overflowing for a few moments. 
Notice any feelings and emotions that arise within as you continue to reflect on this overflow of gentleness. Continue deep breathing, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose as you allow yourself to mindfully rest in this space for one more deep cycle of breath. Now start to bring awareness to your body. Notice how you feel seated in an upright position, the same position in which you started this exercise. Notice places where tension still resides, as well as places where tension might have been released. Gently and without any judgment at all, Compare how you feel now to how you felt at the beginning of the practice. Hopefully, after practicing this breath prayer, you find yourself with a greater sense of capacity to embody gentleness. Feel free to pause here and practice this breath prayer for as long as you'd like. But when you're ready to move on, take one more deep cleansing breath and open your eyes to a soft gaze. Today we have Christy Morgan with us to talk about her journey of motherhood and the spirit of gentleness. Christy is mama of two and wife to a theology professor at Indiana Wesleyan University who loves anything involving organization and chopping wood. Christy is a high school math teacher who in her spare time loves walk jogging, baking, and dabbling in pottery. Christy's favorite food is homemade Kung Pao chicken, and her favorite fictional character is Father Tim from the Mitford Years series by Jan Karen, because, quote, he makes me have hope that there are actual people that live like he does. Christy is a loving, caring, gentle woman, and I'm blessed to know her. I'm certain the words that she has to offer will be a blessing to you today. So, without further ado, Christy, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm really excited about being here with you. I admire you and really just appreciate who you are. You're a beautiful human and uh, happy to have you with me. Thank you. Why don't you just start? by telling us a little bit about your motherhood journey. Yes, well, I struggled for several years to have a baby Mm -hmm. and about five years, and then I had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And following that, I got pregnant with uh, my son, Caleb, Mm -hmm. when we moved to Georgia, and we had him there. And we got pregnant again with Phoebe, and 
we moved to Marion, and three mm-hmm. weeks later, I had her. Mm-hmm. And um, it was good, and it was hard at the same time. Yeah, There was lots of transition, and we moved into a little trailer right off campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, two months later, she was two months old, I found out I had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And my family and my church just surrounded me. And, you know, praise the Lord, I am healed from that. Yes. But it gave me a different perspective on motherhood. Yeah. It made me a different person. Mm-hmm. I think God used that to grow me and yeah. heal me and look at the massive, reverent gift it is to mm-hmm. be a mom to yeah. Caleb and Phoebe. So I'm in some ways glad, you know, in many ways glad mm-hmm. that I went through a hard thing because yeah. I grew a lot more right. going through something hard. That's so cool. I love how he does that too, because I can say that the most refining and eye-opening thing has been our struggle with Malin. And Mm -hmm. as much as I hold the tension of, I'm so thankful for her life and what it has taught me and and what God is doing through Malin's life. Mm -hmm. But then what if she could have been typically developing and your typical average four-year-old right now? It's a really tense mm-hmm. place to be, but you know, at the end of the day, I would rather have the perspective and be who I am, who God created me to be, mm-hmm. and know that Malin is who He created her to be. Mm-hmm. So I can't really stay in that place of tension for too long before melting back into the side of just praising Him for all He's done. Yes. So, and I was reminded of that Bible verse a couple of days ago. From Matthew eighteen ten, mm-hmm. where it said, "The angels in heaven, or Jesus said this, mm-hmm. their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father mm. in heaven," and he was referring mm-hmm. to the little kids, mm. and that just was like a hug. Yeah, and me being a good mother is mm-hmm. not a measure of how much I can control the outcomes of my kids. Yeah, or control their behavior, but. But God sees them. Mm -hmm. He sees them in a very special way. And I don't think we can fully know what the extent that this means, right? This Mm -hmm. verse particularly. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just a beautiful picture of the tangibleness of Jesus Mm -hmm. and how he really does Mm -hmm. look after Mm -hmm. our children. Yeah. Mm, Much better than we ever could. Yes. (laughs) Yes. In ways that we have no idea. Mm, It's beautiful. I've said this every single time, but I just feel the need to say it, mm-hmm. um, that I felt led to keep this first question in particular very simple and not guide you in any way of like a direction I would want you to go. Because I feel like there's power in what the Lord has taught you about gentleness. And so without overcomplicating it, what is gentleness? What does it look like? And what does it feel like? I was always thinking about this question for a couple of days now. The things that came to mind were a sense of presence. Mm -hmm. You have to be present with the person that you're showing Mm. gentleness with. Mm -hmm. And of course, love. Mm -hmm. Love is present and having a soft, supportive demeanor. Mm. And I read somewhere that it's a quiet confidence Hmm. that comes from being okay with what comes your way 
Wow. Going back to trust. And I was like, ooh, that is good and true. That's real good. Do do I always have that quiet confidence? You know, and when you go back and think about the stories of Jesus, he was so gentle and present with those who needed him. Right. You know, you think of like the woman at the well Mm -hmm. or people are being healed or the lady who like touched the hem of his robe and was healed, how he turned to her and was gentle. Mm -hmm. And even in Psalms, when they talk about he will lead his flock like a shepherd. Yeah. You know, that imagery of shepherd is so gentle. Yeah. And I find that that's the way he leads me the most. Mm -hmm. It's not anything huge we don't get letters in the mail but there's this soft gentle voice reminding you of the true things that Mm. he says we are so um something i pick out of what you say that that stands out is it's a soft presence like Mm -hmm. present calm and soft and i think i think that's that resonates with me and how i've experienced gentleness and how when I'm able to be gentle and I'm not always able, especially mm-hmm. when a nearly six-year-old boy is screaming at me or just misbehaving, it's, it's very hard in those moments to be gentle. But mm-hmm. it's this keying into what he needs, making eye contact with him mm-hmm. and trying to remain calm as I softly state to him my expectations and try and pull out from him what's the issue here because Mm -hmm. when I come at him with my claws out ready to pounce and get Mm -hmm. on him for having whatever expression of emotion he's having in that moment doesn't doesn't help we have to be so deliberate Mm -hmm. with our emotions and if we are not regulating ourselves Mm -hmm. we can never regulate our children in Mm -hmm. front of us i mean we go through training and Mm -hmm. is and teaching about that you know as far as students are involved like Mm -hmm. we are the ones that that set the tone and that's just a hard thing because sometimes it's like Mm -hmm. i want to lose my temper you know (laughs) but just to to check ourselves and think how is this benefiting my son or or my daughter and what is it they need to hear yeah. Is it a strong voice reminding him of them something that they have been repeatedly told not to do that is dangerous? What is the message that I really want them to hear at right. this point? You know, mm. so I think it's also wisdom of knowing when mm. to be gentle and when to have more mm-hmm. of a of a firm of yeah. a firm voice. But that's all I got to say. That's good. <laughs> no, so from mm-hmm. like your son might need a different approach than your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and, and to recognize that. But to understand that gentleness can look different. Like, so maybe for Mm -hmm. uh, one child, gentleness is to use a really soft voice Mm -hmm. and to be a calm presence with direct eye contact. And maybe for another child, the voice is not quite so calm because they might not hear it. They might not understand it. But Mm -hmm. to be gentle to them in a way that is taking the time and intentionality Mm -hmm. to provide for them what they're needing in that moment. Right. So it doesn't always maybe come across as quite as soft because if a a child doesn't respond to that, mm -hmm. then we can gently rise to meet them at whatever level they need to be. And even if it's a strong voice, if they know there's an undertone of Mm -hmm. my mom loves me and loves me deeply, there's a 
undertone of gentleness, yeah. you know, yes. in that. Yeah. And sometimes the most helpful thing I can say to them is in a soft voice, like, mm. I need you to get it together right mm. now in the middle of a target. <laughs> if you pitch a fit about wanting this Peppa Pig <laughs> pin... It's going to be a problem for you. Only funny because yes. that is exa- that is so right. Like, yeah, sometimes they know you're serious when you don't lose it. Yeah. When you're like, all right, here we go. I'm going to lay it out for you. Yes. So you know. Yeah. It ain't yeah. happening. And let me tell you, if you pitch a fit, whatever you want, you will not get it. Yes. You know, and yeah. I think about the things that they like the most, like desserts, ice cream after mm-hmm. supper. Going to the neighbor's pool or whatever, and I'll just start listing it. If you pitch a fit about this Peppa Pig pen, not only will you not get it, you will also not get dessert. And I just say, Mm -hmm. what kind of decision do you want to make right now? So it makes them like, and and I just give them a minute to take a breath and to think about, what do, what do I want? And I have to catch them before they go, mm-hmm. you know, to that place of yeah. shut down in their brain right. where they're not where hearing it all. It's too late. Mm-hmm. It's over. But mm-hmm. I have to see where that line is, yeah. you know, when Which I said tricky. no. Yeah, it is yeah. tricky. So I guess you get better at that as it, you know, as it goes. I don't know. <laughs> do we? <laughs> I'm hoping I do. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. When have you found it challenging to embrace gentleness on the journey of motherhood? And I already kind of got to hear your story about Target. Just the challenge of like being in a store and you're like, I am going to gently lay out for you mm-hmm. what the expectation is. But any other, other challenges you've encountered? Well, you might know that on the Enneagram, you know, I'm a six. Yeah. And I hate that I'm a six. Yeah. Which means I really probably am a yeah. six. <gasps> did you know I am? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I did. Do you run from it? Um, <laughs> not really anymore because it just makes so much sense and has been so helpful that I'm yes. like, this is no denying it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I hope I don't always look at my situations through the lens of what could possibly go wrong and how can I fix all the right. things that possibly could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is my challenge when it comes to gentleness and mm-hmm. motherhood because even my kids going for a ride around the little block in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. I just, if I let myself, mm-hmm. I look through the lens of fear mm-hmm. and I don't want to have that place of, mm-hmm. you know, quiet certainty, that quiet mm-hmm. confidence that gentleness brings and mm-hmm. says, go have a good time. I'm yeah. sure you're going to be back here in the four minutes that it takes. Right. You know, I know you can ride your bicycle. You're going to be on a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You're not crossing any streets. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And that's something I just have to, I mean, I do, I pray about it when I see their little bikes mm-hmm. going around because it's a struggle for me just to have mm-hmm. an open, gentle heart and not yeah. be like, you were here two minutes too late. Where, what, yeah. what were you doing? Right. Or, or when even my little girl, if she gets on the monkey bars and she mm-hmm. swings upside down, mm-hmm. well, the first thing I'm thinking is she's probably going to fall off and hit her head and right. then she's going to have a concussion yeah. <laughs> instead of being like, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. You know? Enjoying the Enjoying moment. and not to, to always be like, do this, do this. It's more safe. It's more safe. Mm-hmm. Rather than be like, I know God takes care and it gives me a more, mm-hmm more mindful of having an attitude of gentleness and how I approach them Mm -hmm. rather than safety at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. So clinging to gentleness versus your propensity, which would tend to be the same as mine 
of control to maintain safety, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Even if I'm a mess and I'm anxious and I'm sweating because I just can't stand to see them upside down on the monkey bars anymore. How do we clear that out, clear the air from all of that anxiety? And for me, sometimes almost like this obsessive need to control in order to ensure safety. How do we clear that out and just cling to a gentle approach and and, and resting mm-hmm. in that present moment? Yeah, for me, it, it goes back to I am not in a true reality when I'm in that mm-hmm. state of mind mm-hmm. and knowing that where trust becomes active for me. Mm. I think trust is big. Especially if gentleness is a struggle. A lot of times it's hard for me to be gentle because I am trying to prove either to myself or to my children that I know better mm-hmm. and that I, I'm not regulating myself mm-hmm. and I'm wanting to dive into them and control what they're doing Mm -hmm. going back to the wanting just to keep them safe and that's a good intention Mm -hmm. but when I lose control of myself Mm -hmm. and lose that that regulation Mm -hmm. of my emotions then I am as far away as I can be from gentleness and I'm also as far as I can be away from trusting that the Lord is going to have his way So I think that's good to point out the trust because Mm -hmm. when I find myself in a state of claws out, ready to pounce, and as far from gentleness as I can be, I also find myself as far from trusting him as I can possibly be. Mm -hmm. Christy, what are some resources and or words of encouragement that you can offer other mamas from a lens of gentleness? Well, I thought about what are some of the things that I do almost every day mm-hmm. that have gentleness embedded in that act. Yeah. And every morning and every evening when the kids get up and they go to sleep, I do something so simple that almost every mom does probably mm. is I just hug them. Mm-hmm. And I don't hug them for a second. But I just hug them and I hold them. Mm. I hold them long enough for that oxytocin to kick in, for them to lower those stress hormones. Mm -hmm, That love hormone. Yes, to make them more resilient Mm. for the rest of the day. And know, just start the day, your mama loves you. Mm -hmm. And to end with the day, your mama loves you. Yeah. You know, I think that really helps them when they begin. Like, And also... We just have this little thing in the morning where we make our beds Mm -hmm. just to bring a little bit of order Mm -hmm. to the day. Yeah. And I recently read a book about just little things that you can do, like everyday liturgies. Mm -hmm. And I love that example. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beautiful for children, Mm -hmm. too, just to get up, have their mom or dad just hug them and hold them a a little, and then make their bed. And bring a little order, even to the chaos of all their little toys mm-hmm. around the mm-hmm. room. So whatever happens, they come home to a made bed mm-hmm. and small things, mm-hmm. you know, done well. Yeah. That is such a gentle act of just hugging and holding. 
What's a more gentle way to approach another human? I don't know. Yeah. Just that gentle touch. Mm-hmm. And as a mom, that's the most natural thing we do yeah. for our kids. Like, uh-huh. my child, I hold you. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? It's the first thing we do. Right. That's so beautiful and simple. But mm-hmm. that's, that's what it's all about. It's moving and inspiring even in its simplicity or maybe because of its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, just a reminder yeah. that we are not just bones with skin on top, but yeah. what really matters is our soul, uh-huh. but we are our body as well. We yeah. are body and soul, and they yeah. are connected. Right. And that's the way that we naturally want to connect mm-hmm. with the ones closest to us. Mm-hmm. Come, let me, you know, let me give you a hug. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know for sure Mm-hmm. That there's some person that roots for you and thinks mm-hmm. about you all the time. Yeah. And when we do those things, we become reflections of Christ. Yeah. I think what's in, so encouraging for me in that bit, and probably for others listening, is I'm already doing that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not conscious of it or aware of it, but. Wow. Like I am showing gentleness. Yeah. Even when I look back and I think, I can't think of one time I've been gentle today. <laughs> I did hug him and yeah. I did give him a little kiss on his forehead. And when mm-hmm. we prayed together before bed, I was holding him and kissing it. Like I couldn't keep myself off him. He's just right. so sweet. Right. So I wonder how many others listening can congratulate themselves and give themselves a little pat on the back and feel the lifting of their spirit that you're doing it you are being gentle in Mm -hmm. even just those little ways right it doesn't have to be this well he was going off and I somehow kept my Mm -hmm. tone low and I was gentle with my words Mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be that great if it is but even Mm -hmm. if it's just a hug and a kiss on the forehead Mm -hmm. you done been gentle mama (laughs) (laughs) and just to get the gentleness into the regular yeah. routine of our daily life. Mm-hmm. And those, all the gifts, mm-hmm. you know, all the peace, patience, mm-hmm. joy into the ordinary things we do and be yeah. purposeful in those, mm-hmm. I think will help our children to grow in Christ Yeah, so much more. Yeah. And as you were stating that, I'm thinking, each one helps the other. So if we're intentionally developing gentleness, you know, there's just something about gentleness that feels like love and it feels like peace mm-hmm. and patient. Like they just work mm-hmm. together so well right. that developing, focusing on one, you might find, oh, I'm developing the others, mm-hmm. which is, which is a, a beautiful thing. And as I get older, I'm starting to see like the, the, the glory of living in this life is not in this huge, you know, big acts that we do these one time, you know, things and like one day I'll be the best and I'll show everybody I'll do this. But it is the glory of those small, the boring routine, Mm -hmm. a random Tuesday Mm -hmm. that, that, um, one day after the other builds our kids up to be, you know, the person that God wanted them to be. And we had a part, we had a part in that. Yeah. Something it brought to mind when you said just the little day-to-day things is a quote by Mother Teresa that I'm going to butcher. (laughs) She says, she says something along the lines of, we can do no great things, only small things with great love. 
maybe I got it right. It's something very close to that, if not that. But Mm -hmm. the idea that we can't do anything great. Mm -hmm. We just, we don't have the capacity. We're not God. Mm -hmm. So we can't do anything great, but we can do something small with great love because he has instilled that spirit of love inside of us. Small things with great love. Isn't that Mm -hmm. motherhood? You know, this pattern of small things Uh with great love. Mm -hmm. Christy, thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing a little piece of your motherhood journey with us. Well, thank you for having me. It was such an awesome time to talk about this with you. Thanks for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today. It is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else. A special thanks to Christy for being willing to share with us about her journey of motherhood. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. For more mindful motherhood content, you can find me on Instagram at Maggie Metz. Until next time, be mindful, mama.